me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Oh, another perfect day to stay home. And now my question for the humans out there is you're... With the change in the clocks, the change in the weather, is your circadian rhythm just completely screwed up? Like, Spencer, you and I already have weird sleeping schedules. Sure. But I feel like mine has gotten even worse in the uh, last week. How so? You've been staying up too late, or what? What's up? Thursday, I went to bed at, like, 11 p.m. Oh, that's a reasonable time. Friday, I stayed up till 6 a.m., technically Saturday, 6 a.m. Oh, God. I did get to sleep until noon, though, so it wasn't quite Okay. As bad. But still, that's only six Damn. hours of sleep. What were you doing? Doom scrolling, or? Uh, I was actually... I'd undertaken projects of like organizing things. Sure. Um, (laughs) Say, for instance, like if I have a junk drawer or a Lego drawer, something where I'm very meticulous about putting things in a very certain order. Uh, Just for instance, on my new phone I got, I like to have, I cleaned up deleted apps. So every folder has an app that has specific things only relating to that. And then I'm like, well, does this go in shopping or does it go in food? Does this go in trade? So I'm, I get very weird about having things very highly organized. So I stayed up way too late doing that. And then uh, Saturday, I was already exhausted and tired, but also stayed up till 3. Then Sunday, I went to bed at like 9 p.m. Man. Which screwed me because then I woke so up woke at up 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, even worse. Uh, but it's, it's just right after midnight. I know, uh, dude. And you're like, I can't go to... Ah! It's been so bizarre, but I, I feel like I can't be the only one whose circadian rhythm is messed up. And, and again... The fall back is supposed to give you that extra time. I want us to stay in spring forward time where it yeah. doesn't get as dark out at night. Same, dude. I miss, it, I miss having a little daylight when I stepped out here like 7 dude, or 8. It, it sucks. And it messes yeah. with you because you get home and usually there would be time to do stuff or relax and you still have the sun. But yeah. now with the weather, with well, the soon fall. As it, the older we're getting, the, as soon as it gets dark, it's like, oh, well, that's it. That's the end of the day. I guess I got to go home and have some dinner and also, go to yeah, bed. The older you're getting, you know it gets darker. <laughs> There's no light at the end of the tunnel. No, it slowly like, fades off. I don't think, hey, let's see what the, what's up in, what's happening at the clubs. I Ooh. did, uh, when I was staying up late, <laughs> uh, do a little bit of reading about that. And apparently, yeah. having a consistent sleep schedule, surprise, surprise, is Absolutely. very important for mental health, yeah. for your physical health yes. and your overall well-being depends on you going to bed at the same time, getting See, a good amount of sleep, and then waking up around the same time, which my entire life's been impossible. Same. Do you get a little nervous when you think you should be going to bed and you're like, I don't know. No, I... Because I, I still do sometimes. I'm like, alright, I need to go to bed. It's midnight. I'm pre- feeling pretty tired, but there have been way too many nights where personally I've gone to sleep and I just can't fall asleep, so I'm there in bed thinking about any which little thing, like positive or negative. Do you get and you're stressed. I'll get and stressed angry. when I can't fall asleep, and I'm like, oh, now I got to get up, got to leave the room, got to go find something to do for yeah. a little bit so I can reset my brain. It just gets so frustrating. If there is, I want to go to sleep. I'm and tired. I, and I will say, you're kind of doing the right thing because 
you're supposed to reset. You're you're supposed to do exactly that. Get up out of the bed, go to a different area for a while, and then come back and try to sleep there. Do not get on your phone or no, any kind of electronic no, device. Absolutely. You you want your brain to associate your bed with sleeping Correct. and sexing. So kissing, you know. <laughs> Both of those. Yeah. Uh, I will say the only thing that's really helped me is uh, I very much so would get angry and stressed when I had to get up early, when I wasn't able to sleep. But changing my mindset, that's the only thing that's helped me with my weird sleep schedule, is I no longer get mad. I lay in bed, mm. and I tell myself, uh, at least I'm really comfortable right now. I feel yeah. good. And you're like, I'm, I'm relaxed. I'm cuddling not, with my puppies. may not fall asleep, but I'm on my body's getting some rest by just I'm lying not, down. Yeah, exactly. I've done that before. I, I feel like my sleep currently is in a much better schedule, so I fall asleep, but I was just curious That to changed see. the game for me, like just yeah. almost meditating. You're like, uh, I'm so comfy with my pillow. Because before I would get pissed yeah. and angry, yeah, yeah. but then I'm like, oh, well, you know, you've done it before. You'll get through it. Either way, there you go. the end is coming. It's fall. Yeah. And we're here. It's over. And if you really, really are having trouble <laughs> sleeping, don't worry. Just listen to the show. Yay. It'll help. Sour dill sweet. It's my favorite treat. Happy National Pickle Day. Yay. Let us recognize the tart, sweet, even spicy pickle. November 14th, the official day that pickle lover lovers pop open pecks of their preferred preserved pickle. Gherkin, dill, brined, kosher, Polish, Hungarian lime, bread and butter, you name it. They are delicious and some of the best mm. treats in existence. Love them. Vinegary, salty. Everything you restorative, can yes. CJ, what's your favorite type of pickle? You like the regular sour dills? You like those bread dill. and butter? Dill. Just regular dill? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same. Uh, here's why: because bread and butter tastes really good on certain types I love of sandwiches. Them. I love those too. I'll snack on those. Though. I enjoy those. Uh, I also enjoy the the dill on certain type of sandwiches, not the uh, long boys, but the the little cut crisp kind of chip ones. Yummy. Uh, but my favorite are two specific types and brands. Number one, Clawson which you yes. must keep refrigerated and cool. Number 2, I I think it's uh man is it Velastic, but there's a there's one brand, a couple of them do like spicy or Tabasco, but one brand does a Tabasco that I love. Yeah. And it's a dill Tabasco, and I don't love them because I love the pickles, which I do. I'll eat them, but I love them because I like drinking that sweet juice. Mm. Pickle juice is my favorite thing. I've been starting and, to do that more recently, yeah, I noticed. Yeah, those two are far above and beyond the rest. That's not saying a good jar of the, like, crappy, <laughs> cheap Costco, you get them at uh, the you, stadium pickles. You get that big plastic oh. bin full of them. Mm. So good. So delicious. Uh, and, How do you celebrate Pickle Day? Tell us. Uh, well, of course, you celebrate it by eating pickles. Yeah. Uh, we're going to mm. have some pickle facts we're going to read, because if you're going to celebrate pickles, you should know all about them. Where and when did pickles come from? Nobody knows. <gasps> oh, someone, that's so cool. Someone probably just accidentally let a cucumber like, rot. It's mysterious, And though. then it became pickles. I remember I was at ACL Fest, and one of the VIP super secret fun areas had uh, uh, dilled cucumbers, and I was like, you mean a pickle? Yeah. You mean a damn pickle, and that's what it was, but they called it like it was some refreshing dill cucumber thing. dill. Ugh, get over yourself. These it's, are pickles. It's just a pickle. A few of the ways you can enjoy pickles, obviously, mm-hmm. fried, yeah. battered. Oh, man. Uh, some people prefer the chips. Some people like the pickle fries, the long boys, like you can get at Alamo Draft House. I say just fry the whole dang thing. Food vendors sometimes serve pickles on a stick at fairs or carnivals. They're known as stick pickles. Also, Stickles. fried pickles, just straight up fried pickles. 
rising trend in the United States, by the way, is to do that. Deep fry a pickle in breading. Uh, whole pickles not always recommended because sometimes the uh, juices in the insides won't cook properly or it'll make it pop and burn. The popularity of the pickle dates way, way back, thousands of years to 2030 BC, where <sighs> traders imported cucumbers from India to the Tigris Valley. Uh, they would preserve them and eat the cucumbers later, obviously, as pickles in which pickling became a popular thing to preserve different types of veggies, uh, so on and so forth. Cleopatra attributed her good looks and her uh, being all kinds of cool and fine as wine to CG, pickles. I know a lot of people got into some sort of different hobbies, like maybe bread making or got a rice cooker during the pandemic. Did you try out pickling Yeah, at all? I was going to end this curious. with that. Um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got into pickling. <laughs> Uh, did sourdough for a hot minute, but my main thing was pickling, and I, mm. I enjoyed it somewhat, but I found it was too inconsistent. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I, I tried everything. I would do the standard pickling, which is where you just have the water, and you let it dill, and you let it pickle, and of course you have a jar that's well sealed. I would also boil the water, and I used all the ingredients, and then I tried my own spicy, I tried my own sweet, mm-hmm. did a lot of different things. But on the batches where I would do is my, like, control, where everything was the same proportion, the same amount, uh, attempted to wash and cut the cucumbers to the same sizes, each jar tasted vastly different from the other. Wow, okay. And none of them were bad. None of them, I, I don't think I screwed any of them up. Interesting. But it just frustrated me that uh, the pickles on the control jars tasted different from one to the hmm. other. And then that made it to where when I would try to do experimental pickles, everything also would taste uh, not how I intended it to taste, using either like spices or brown sugar, stuff like that. And then uh, once I did a big Christmas pickle giveaway, Mm -hmm. and one of my buddies did a big hot sauce giveaway in jars, and everyone liked the hot sauces, and then when I'd come over to a friend's house and still see the pickles sitting there, I realized I'm done with pickling. Oh, man. I'm no longer going to pickle anymore. You should just do it for yourself. Screw those haters. That's too much work. Look, I'll eat them. I'll just, uh, I'll just buy I'm the my own personal pickle uh, craftsman. You no. know what? Maybe I'll get back into it. So there you go. Happy National Pickle Day. Get out and pickle. Tomorrow is the day. Swifties, get ready. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Everyone on the internet fighting for concert tickets. Welcome to Social Cues, where we discuss internet trends. And this is more than just an e-trend. This is everyone. Emily, you waited in line to get in line to get in line for a pre-sale. And, mm-hmm. and so you're telling me tomorrow is actually when it goes down. Yes. Tomorrow is when it goes down. Uh, tomorrow's the official pre-sale for Taylor Swift tickets. So this isn't even the general admission out to the wolves. And I'm already depressed because so far I have not been selected for the pre-sale. The one you waited hours to sign up for. Yes. I have not been selected so far. Okay. Explain that process first. So what Taylor tries to do, and I get it, it's a lot. This is the first time that she's toured in years. She's released like four albums since her last tour and she's touring She's doing an Eras tour, which means she's playing songs from every single one of her albums, which is crazy. And everybody's going to want to go. So what she does to try to, I guess, help with like scalpers and people who are just reselling tickets is she has this lengthy pre-sale process that's for fans. So you go... 
and you sign up. Uh, Is it through Ticketmaster though? Day. Yes. Ah, between great. certain That's days. That's the scalpers, Ticketmaster and Live <laughs> yep. Nation. Absolutely. Yep. yep. And um, then once you uh, get onto the pre-sale, then they have like a lottery drawing and they'll draw. So you didn't get drawn in the lotto? So far, I have not. I'm hoping and that you maybe later for tonight. Three? I waited in line online for three hours, and yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get the pre-sale, which means that I'll then have to be thrown out into the wolves with everybody else. So that means if you don't get drawn in the lottery randomly, you don't have a chance at all. Like, there's no waiting to get pre-sale leftovers? No, 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 no. So when's the actual ticket sale? Um, I want to say the actual ticket sale is probably like... I think it's like the 15th. No, tomorrow's 15th. This It's later on this week. So it's this week. Yeah, yeah. I believe it is this week. At, the stress at least, will be over so. then. But that sucks, yeah. dude. I do not miss the days of waiting to have to get concert tickets because it was not fun. And this was, I think, probably before they added the pre sale. If there was a pre sale, it was usually only hours before the tickets would go on sale yeah. and if you were a member of that band's email blast that's when you would get the code yeah and uh that was stressful and then i learned that you don't have to do that what i started doing because i bought tickets to go see a show it was my first road trip some buddies and i drove to dallas we got a hotel room together the three of us had bought our tickets and our good seats the day of the sale and then two buddies joined us, like, oh, yeah, we're just trying to find tickets. And I was like, huh, good luck. <sighs> yeah, this, really? sold, this is sold out. <laughs> yeah. Then the day of, the arena lease releases their holds. They get a couple of holds, and they're way in front of us. Oh, my God. I was God. so effing pissed. Not oh. to mention we let them stay with us in our hotel. So then you had to hear about it and everything. Yes. And they were all last minute. Oh, that would and make me so mad. And I did everything mad. right and organized. Never that would again. make me so mad. From that moment on, I waited. Every time it was in an amphitheater, they don't really do it with arenas as much, but every amphitheater show... From the Woodlands to Selma to whatever, I would wait until the day of and get my tickets. And sure enough, I always got tickets in the orchestra pit because that's when they would do the releases. And that was my thing. Uh, However, that ended a couple of years ago. So now Mm. if the radio station doesn't have something at Stubbs, I ain't going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, so I just looked it up. It looks like the general pre-sale is uh, Friday, November 18th at 10 a.m. But what's weird is I've been talking to people about this. I've recruited multiple people to help me get tickets. So far, none of them have also gotten the pre-sale, which Mm. makes me so sad. But um, when I was talking to somebody about it, uh, actually in in Promotions Momo over there, she is a expert at buying tickets because she was like a One Directioner, you know, like. So she's done this a lot with the She's done this before, and she goes, how many tickets are you looking for? And I said, oh, you know, I'm just looking for three. And she goes, oh, you're not going to get three. That's an odd number, too. Why not? And she goes, "Oh, well, as soon as you put 3, they're not going to they're going to send you off into some weird way." Cuz it needs to be pairs. Cuz like it needs to be two pairs. To four. Yeah, I yeah. feel like I knew that. I didn't know that. Why is this so complicated? Why can't I just get odd, 3 tickets? It's an odd lot. So? Get 4. They, they, they don't they tell them it devalues the ticket because then mm-hmm. you have individuals and individuals are yeah, there's there's a lot behind that. Yeah, you should have known that, Emily. What happened to thruples? I'm mad at you. There are no thruples anymore because uh, your wife's a bitch. <laughs> but I'm so sad, so I don't know. 
We'll see what happens tomorrow. There's so many TikToks of people being like, okay, get ready to get geared up tomorrow. Here's all my tips, Taylor Swift fans, on how to get tickets. And it's making me really nervous. Okay. And there's three mm-hmm. dates that they're playing that she's playing in Houston. And I just want one. Literally, at this point... Uh, don't Please tell anybody. Emily. I will leave all of my friends behind. I will go to Taylor Swift with you if you get me a ticket. And, and I will lie to my friends and tell them that I'm sick just so I could see Taylor Swift and cry. Okay, so you spoiled them. Now how do you undo it? A new week, a new you, and a new parent pickup with Matt Bearden. Yeah, I, this is something I always worry about. I don't want to raise spoiled kids. We've all been around somebody spoiled kids. We all went to high school with kids who were spoiled. I definitely don't want it. My wife and I have tried. The one thing I never counted on, I remember I used to think, oh, these kids are really spoiled. Their parents must really be terrible. What I didn't really uh, fathom when I was younger is that people have grandparents and it's really their fault when it comes right down to it. Absolutely. <laughs> it is really their fault. Doesn't matter how strict or how many rules you lay out, boy, when grandparents get around the holiday time, they will ruin a child in a hurry. And so I found this article about what can you do to unspoil a child and I got, what's funny is I thought, well, this is going to be things you can do with your kids. Guess what? Most of it really has to do with you as a parent <laughs> and you changing your parenting a little bit, you know? Uh, one of them, uh, one of the biggest things they say is, hey, take time to think about why you made some of the parenting decisions that uh, you've made. And that a lot of it has to do kind of with you and in your head. I think a lot of people have these issues left over from their childhood that they're trying to fix for their own selves. Yeah. But uh, they don't have to fix it for the child because the child hasn't gone through the same thing that you went through. You yeah, know? and maybe there's also the thing where when you – quote unquote lay down the law you don't want to back off of that because even if you might end up being wrong it seems like then you, you're given into the kids pressure but in this case the supreme court aka the grandparents are overruling you yeah but also you know like uh, my wife is really good with rules and structure but also she grew up in section 8 housing her whole life and now i think she if the kids want something small she goes well it's just something small uh, at the store and they get whatever they want whatever they want, and it's not always helpful, right? So it's kind of like the idea is, hey, you should check out what's going on in your life. Why do you make some of the decisions that you make? And is it really have something to do with your child, or is it inside of, uh, of your head? And then they say, really, from then on, you just move on to stuff that you probably deep down already know, encouraging your kids to be autonomous, not always rely on you for stuff. Uh, you know, hey, go get your own juice. Uh, set boundaries. Enforce them consistently. Give them responsibilities at home. Ditch rewards for everyday tasks. Um, and then they say, really, here's the most important part, and this is where parents have a big problem. Expect that your kids are going to be really PO'd with you. You know what I mean? Because they if, always? if they've gotten already to an angle where they are kind of have some expectations from you, and then you come, it's the same thing as when your boss says, okay, everybody gets to work from home, and then they call you and say, never mind, we've changed our mind. Now everyone has to come what? back to the office. Yeah, you're like, what are you talking about? I've built my life around working from home. Well, your kids have built their life around you getting them juice. So it really is a real pain. So the biggest thing is you have to stick to your guns, you, even though you're like, it, it, kids are resilient. Two weeks, they'll be over it, right? 
But can you make it that full two weeks? Uh, biggest thing is you, you shouldn't really make this about your kids. Kids rarely are spoiled because they just grab that out of the sky. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Kids are usually spoiled because either something you did, friends did, grandparents did, teachers did, whatever. They're your little whatever. babies. Yeah. So when you yell at children and go, you are so spoiled. It's your fault. You're shaming a child for something that you kind of, you, you <laughs> took them to that water and told them to drink. You really shouldn't then be yelling at them for being hydrated. <laughs> so sure, yeah. you have to be careful with that. <laughs> I, I, I'm reading this out loud, hoping that some of it will sink into my own brain, yeah. right? I don't know if it will, but I'll certainly try at it at, as much as best I can. Because we are headed into the spoil your kids section of the year. It starts with Thanksgiving. It goes all the way through about... Mm, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. because you yeah. get all the candy yeah. and yeah. Yeah. Making your drive home a little weirder. CJ Morgan on 101X. Pickle lovers unite. We got some of the best and worst pickle products at your grocery store. Well, it's National Pickle Day, so yes, today is the greatest, but this is CJ's Fat! I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! On National Pickle Day, pickle hysteria is sweeping the nation. Oh, wow. Actually, it's been a thing for quite a bit, and we got a lot of different pickle flavors uh, of pickly things that you can get at your grocery store other than just pickle and pickled items, such as... Pickle cotton candy. Yuck. Oh, I'm going to agree with you on that one. Um, why would you? Oh, man. Okay. Not feeling that. I have uh, my complaints with people wanting to add like bacon or like pickle to just anything. And it's like, come on, man. Those would be two of you the don't. most used flavors. And yeah. even bacon I can enjoy with most things because I think bacon. it does well with the sweet and savory. But straight up dill pickle with cotton candy? Uh-uh. Yeah, at least they have candied bacon, which I think works well. So, yeah, go on. Go uh, on. Next up, we Tell have us. pickled pistachios. Mm, was that necessary? You see, uh, uh, pistachios, keep it simple, okay? Just a little bit of salt, toss them, that's all yeah. you need. I'm going to leave this a pickle, as a maybe. Eat a pickle with them. That sounds good. Yeah, doubling down. <laughs> uh, pickled potato uh, chips. Sure, why not? Love some uh, some kettle Pickled potato chips. Yeah. Lay's have different brands. Kettle brand. There are several different types of pickle chips. And you know what? I will go with pickle chips. If sure. I'm not eating uh, regular potato chips, my number one go-to is jalapeno. Number two, definitely going to be pickled. Mm. Uh, the next item, you like pico de gallo? What about pickle de gallo? Oh, really? That, to me, seems interesting. So is it pickles instead of the uh, green pepper or the... No, uh, it, it, it looks like it has a little bit of everything. Classic uh, pickle salsa with onions, with uh, cilantro, with jalapenos, with tomatoes, and just a, a little bit of pickle added to it. So I'm gonna say, hmm. I'm gonna say that's a TBD. Hmm. Pickle salsa, or as this is this specific brand is called Grillos Fresh, Grillos. Oof. Or probably just Grillos. I don't know. I'm trying to overdo Gr- it like Grillos. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it's spelled. Pickle, pickle de gallo, pickle-based salsa. I'm gonna say that's a big maybe. Probably, probably good. Yeah, I wouldn't double up there with like a pickle chip in that salsa. I would use a regular chip though. That'd be too much pickle. <laughs> yeah. Or Go you on. know, I would take it even a step further. Instead of using regular jalapenos, I would use pickled jalapenos. That way, you're uh, mm. uh, getting two birds with one stone. Oh. Next, just in time for the holiday season, pickle candy canes. Mm. Uh, 
Get that out of there. Yeah. Celebrate the holidays by combining peppermint candy with pickles. You're making me upset. Now, you drinkers (laughs) out there have probably heard of having whiskey or vodka with a pickle back when you take a shot. Well, now we straight up got pickle-flavored vodka, Mm. mixing a Bloody Mary, another cocktail, or just straight up vodka soda. It's perfect with a little Mm. bit of pickle. Okay, I guess I can see that for- Or is it? Is it? What, no. What's going on? I'm scared. If I want to drink vodka, I'm going to drink vodka. I don't need that. pickle juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to drink pickle juice. I'm going to drink pickle juice. No need for the extra crap. Uh, pickle beer. There's mm. a best made sour pickle beer. You can get at any one of your HEBs. I got that thinking I was going to be excited to Same. combine two of my favorite things. You let Delicious, me have one, Delicious, good tasting beer and pickles. And you know why I let you have one? Because you didn't like them. Because I didn't want to drink them. You thought, hey, let's try to get rid of these. Someone else (laughs) might like it. Uh, I had a hard time finishing that, out of respect, because I don't want to disrespect your house at the time. Not good at all, though. No, no, I got not a fan of the sour pickle beer. Did not Uh, request a second one. Nor should you, because they were not good. It's too Uh, much, man. It's too much. It's it's, This brand might be fun because of the name alone. D's Nuts. Dill pickle peanuts, salt, vinegar, and just a touch of dill with gourmet roasted peanuts. Now, that might be just right because it's not necessarily straight up pickle, sure. but it's pickling items. Dill, vinegar, salt, mm-hmm. and just uh, just a little bit. So okay. I'm going to give that a, you know, I'm going to give that a little ding. That actually sounds really good. Yeah, give a little ding ding. What about pickle ice pops? Frozen popsicles flavored like a pickle. Do you ever drink pickle juice to root like for like, because you're thirsty? I drink pickle juice because it's delicious. Exactly. But frozen? No, thank you. Yeah, so that's not even going to be refreshing, in my opinion, on a hot day, like a uh, you know a nice like strawberry or a normal flavored one, I guess. This next item is Ugh. number one on my list of non-pickle pickle items I buy: uh, dill pickle sunflower seeds. Okay. Sure. It's pretty much just sunflower seeds with pickle salt. <laughs> uh, absolutely delicious, and uh, you know a little little bit can go a long way. And they don't overdo it with the pickle salt. Uh, they're very good. They're just a slight hint of dill and saltiness. Uh, and I'm gonna go all the way for it. We got another one, which is just hard candy, pickle candy. So again. No. Uh, peppermints and pickle tastes like sliced hamburger pickles with a little bit of sweet. No, thank you. Why are you doing this to us? Last but not least, <laughs> manufacturer, come on. Straight up pickle salt. Pickle salt. Sure. Yeah. All the way. I'll dip my finger. I'll put it on my wrist and lick it. Love uh, the pickle salt. Used to be one of my favorite things as a kid to get. Isn't either. that like a high school, middle school like thing? Oh yeah, the Lucas yeah. stuff. Yeah, bro. You, you nailed it with the Lucas <laughs> Lucas stuff. Pickle salt. I'm all the way for it. A few other items uh, that might be good: dill pickle popcorn, straight up pickle juice, pickle lentils. Looking bad. Pickle flavored soda, and last uh, but not least, in the category of that. Pickle hard seltzer. Oh, come on. No, No. thank you. How to react to people who are a bit much. It's Emily Explains It All, where she gives us advice in situations of life, love, and just existing. Ah, yes. And I know that we've all been there, especially if we live in this city where, you know, Austin, 
keep Austin weird or, or whatever. We have a bunch of weirdos here in the city and I love them to death. But sometimes you just don't want to deal with them. Someone can be extra, <laughs> you know? as we call it. Yeah. And, and there's just some days where you, I just I'm just like, man, I, I don't want to deal with that. So today here on Emily Explains It All, I would like to teach you how I deal with them or at least how I dealt with uh, somebody who was a bit too much uh, the other day when I went to Whataburger. So um, the other day at work after I got done with the morning show, I was a little hungry, needed to go on my lunch before I did the afternoon shift with you guys. So I said, hey, anybody in the office want some Whataburger? I'll pick up some Whataburger for you. And I had a little order to, to go and pick up. And I thought, you know, I'm going to do this online. I'll do the app so I can just make it easier and it'll make be it ready. easier. Right. Because mm-hmm. Whataburger cooks it fresh. Oh, yeah. And you don't want to wait an hour in that no. drive through or Ugh. indoors. No. No, no. So I get there. Um, it ended up starting to rain. It was a bit cold. And I said, you know what? These, these people probably don't get paid that much. I'm not going to make them walk out in the cold with my food. I'm going to be good. I'm going to go inside. Just pick it up. It's going to take two seconds. Emily caring about others. So I sweet. I do sometimes, most of the time. And I was just really hungry. And I was like, maybe if I go in and they see but my face, they'll give me extra ketchup. Inexplicably, it led you to someone being extra. Yes. So, so you go inside. I go inside. And of course, none of my food is ready. So I have to wait. And they don't, they, they're, they're confused about my order. There's a lot of food. So I'm standing there. And this guy in front of me goes to order. He orders completely normally. Totally fine walks away, and then walks back up to me as I'm waiting for my order and just starts screaming Bible scriptures in my face. Oh, no. And I think what triggered him is I think he saw... Your tattoos? No, 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 because it was cold. I was wearing a jacket. You didn't even see that. I think he saw my colored hair. And and because all of the scriptures were about not changing myself. A Jezebel. Yes, like, oh, like God accepts you for who you are and it's, it's bad for you to do... I don't know. I think he was triggered by the fact that I had orange hair or something. Oh, see, this isn't just someone being extra. This is someone being a straight-up a-hole. Because I was thinking you're in a a situation where you have a friend of a friend or someone's just being annoying and getting you in a conversation headlock. But no, this is where I'd be like, back off, you weird mother effort. And see, it's different because you're a female and this is a male. I can't do that. Yeah, this is a male that's just like completely standing in. So what tell me more, like, how is this going? How I mean, even even being a dude, I don't think it's right to turn around and yell at somebody because I don't know their mental state. Okay, I don't know if this is something you know where they are at, and and those poor workers and Whataburger aren't getting paid enough to yeah. sit there and, and try to break up fights. So the best thing to do, and how I would like to explain how to deal with people like this, is there's a couple of methods. First method, the phone method, my favorite. Just pretend that you're looking at your phone. <laughs> Just look at your phone. Act normal, act natural, ignore. Just straight up ignore. Tell you on the subway, essentially. Yes, is so, you yeah. just ignore them. Yeah. Um, this, <laughs> the second method. Doesn't always work with mental illness, though. That I, or coworkers. It's weird that yeah. when my headphones are in, I don't want to talk to you. And they still <laughs> come up to you. And yeah. Uh, the second method that you could do is it's also in line with the ignoring part, but it's ignore and divert and talk to somebody else. So definitely make it clear that you were ignoring them. So you go up to the line mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, my order is blah, blah, blah. I just wanted yes. to make, okay. Yes. Um, and actually, funny enough, uh, the third way that you could deal with them, which I didn't do, but some some guy came in next to me who had no idea what was going on. Um, 
the the guy that was screaming Bible scriptures at me and just like at the restaurant had two headphones in. And so when this guy came in to pick up his order, he thought he, he, he was kind of ignoring him, too. And then eventually the dude just turns around, looks at him and goes, hey, are you talking to me? And the guy goes, yes, I'm talking to everyone here. And he goes, oh, you had your headphones and I thought you were on the phone and then turns around and ignores. Nice. <laughs> so Solid. I he that was also. Him. Yeah, uh, that was also a very good strategy that I, I did not think of, of just pointing out the complete obvious to somebody like that. But yeah, it took me 10 minutes to get my order as oh, I stood yeah. there <laughs> and just got yelled at in Bible scripture, like in, in scriptures and Bible verses. Um, but yeah, in the end of the day, I mean, it was it was good. And I feel like everybody has had the, these experiences. And I bet you too. To some degree, yeah. Probably have some experiences with the um, Keep Austin Weirdos. <laughs> it all today she's explaining how to deal with someone that's being a bit extra specifically with some weirdos who don't respect or recognize your personal space your time your your stuff and there might be a little bit of mental illness involved uh in this particular situation yeah take us behind what happened one more time and be like specifically tell me how close was this person to you how like what yeah, I, I went to a Whataburger recently to pick up an order and some guy started screaming uh, scripture verses at me specifically because I think I How had loud? colored hair. Oh, he was just yelling through the whole okay. entire, but it was well, it was earlier in the morning at a Whataburger, yeah, so not many people were in there besides the workers. So his headphones were in too, right? So he may not yes. have been able to hear how loud he Yeah, his <laughs> headphones were in and he was just kind of pacing around and pacing around uh, me and then he would pacing. like stop mm. right in front of me and just stare at me. But I would look directly the opposite way and just pretend like I didn't recognize him or and realize that he was talking to him. It makes you very uncomfortable too because you don't know what so to do. Uncomfortable. And and again, I understand that you know he might be dealing with mental illness, which is why this isn't me making fun of him. This is me just being like, oh my gosh, what is a proper way to do this so that a yeah. no fights start and b nobody has to call the cops because nobody needs to do that. Who cares? Right. He's and just he's poor, just being weird. The poor Whataburger people probably deal with this sort of situation. Oh a yeah, lot, they so were not faced. They just zone out. Yeah, and, they completely. Yeah. The lady he was just putting fries in the basket and just kept just completely ignoring him too. So um, I guess this is just a common thing. I mean, have you guys had any specific instances of something yeah, recently happen? Not recently, but no, it's happened regularly enough because you know my fiance and I being downtown a lot. Specifically, her being a female who does comedy yes. shows late at night and has to go to her car. Yeah. So a lot of interesting drunk people like dudes, to talk to us. Oh, drunk um, dudes. Oh my god. Homeless people, you name it. Like mm-hmm. there's there's a lot to deal with in the, in the downtown area and what I've learned over my years is I am someone who does have a very bad temper. Um I get annoyed easily and 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 can want to just like yell. But I've learned that uh, using aggression, especially when it comes to something like this, uh, never never really works as well. Uh, <laughs> yes, so I feel like CJ, I've been aggression does yeah, not just, work. No, no, uh, but just sort of feeds into their it, it absolutely mania does. or whatever they're so going on. I, I've found that a lot of times talking like lower than you usually do, yeah. kind of get, catches people off guard. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and you can sort of like you're saying, you can sort of bring people to sort of your uh, level. Yeah. Yes, level. you 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 Divert lower them to, yeah. to you, something. You lower else. your your 
kind of Register. talk like this. Um, you make eye contact, and um, you you really like my entire thing is just de-escalation to where it doesn't get worse, it doesn't get louder. And a lot of times, I, I you would think you walk away, you ignore, but that can be difficult, or that situation doesn't always work. So with me. Just being quiet and calm, and that also helps me like have that fight or flight, that anger, mm-hmm. kind of disappear and go away. Because yeah. it makes um, you feel like you have more control in the situation. Because you're the one that's lowering your voice, you're yeah. the one that's like able Correct. to make direct co- eye contact. The, yeah. The other thing I try to do is uh, is I do try to set physical boundaries. Like I will put my arm out in a not a threatening, but in a, in a Okay. Calmer manner because I I want to make sure fist that there no is fist. The, no fist. <laughs> there is there is distance maintained and it's calm. But I I also want to show that you know like there is there needs to be a distance between us. There right. needs to be sure establish a boundary. I, I try not to touch. I try not to do anything like that. But I but I definitely. When I've encountered these situations, a lot of times, like the personal space, like it can become like an actual threat or mm-hmm. it's just something that, um, you know, I, I turns to aggression easily. So I try to maintain that space. I try to talk very calm and then I try to find something. Again, this is the defensive mechanism of anyone who was bullied and then turned out to be funny is to try to <laughs> find number one, find common ground. Number two, make a joke out of something and deflect and diffuse <laughs> out of everything. It's kind of was sort of a compliment to me. The fact that he was yelling at me and scriptures, yeah, Demon because I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm interesting enough and different from all these other people that you saw my fiery red hair, oh. which I pay a lot of money for." So thank goodness, oh, thank he you. had a schoolyard crush. I know and that he looked at me and, and he said, "Oh, I can recognize that that hair is the hair of the fire of the devil." Did you get your food though? Was it? I did. did. Okay, and so it was, the order was entirely correct, there and, you go. and that was impressive of them to get my entire uh, Whataburger order order correct while getting screamed out in the scripture verses about my red hair. So good job, Whataburger. Wakanda forever. We got opinions. Good, bad. Let's talk about it. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. Wet, rainy weekend means there's a lot of good time to just sit back and watch things. Uh, Gotta check out Wakanda forever. Emily, Mm -hmm. uh, your take on it. Uh, Well, I saw it on Saturday, and my take on it is that it was fine. It was long. That was my thing. They over everything was just drawn out completely for absolutely no reason. They had a lot of characters in there that, in my opinion, you didn't need, and it was just kind of filler, you know. Yeah, it sounds like all of the Phase Four Marvel movies so far to uh, yeah, me. Yeah, I liked how much of a tribute they had to Chadwick uh, Boseman. Cool, but they—if you are very. Or if you were dealing with grief currently, maybe don't go see that movie because the like probably seventy percent of the movie was just a little too depressing, uh, which I get it. It's a terrible thing that happened, and I'm very sad, and I'm glad that they had a tribute. But it, it wasn't. At, it was a very different feel from the first movie. Um, I yeah, did because like, it sucked, unlike the first movie. Yeah, I did like how much girl power there was in there. Yeah. There were so many great uh, girl leads, female leads, which I was very uh, excited to see. But unfortunately, the whole story and everything just felt so long. 
Was that the right they, answer? It was way Is too long. Is that what you wanted? <laughs> yeah, because I was... I finished it, and I don't know if it's just because I was in a crap-ass mood, but I was like, I didn't like that. And then I was looking at reviews and reading other friends' opinions on Twitter, and they liked it. I was like, I thought it, I didn't like it. And then I was like, fish people? Yeah. Goddamn fish people? It's just Atlantis. Ugh. It's just Atlantis, another version of Atlantis. Oh, no, um, it was Namor or whatever. Namor, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was good. I really Kuku liked his Khan. acting in this. Um, there were moments that I that I really liked, but yeah, it, it was way too, too long. long. Where did you go see it? Because I saw it at a- Sunday, and when I left, it was dark outside and yes. did not expect that. I, I went and saw <laughs> it after our, our uh, 101X tailgate on Saturday, and I was at an Alamo draft house. And it was really cold on Saturday, right? And so I walked in. I was like, this will be nice. Get to watch a little movie, right? No, I walk in. They still have the AC blasting. So I'm sitting in this theater, cold, right? Trying to eat my uh, my food. And my food is getting cold. It was just a whole a whole thing. And uh, so by the time I left, I was just like, I'm freezing. I want to leave. This movie is so long. I think if they had had a heavy hand in editing and... They uh, needed like to just edit more out. The, like, the cut more itself, out. Some of the plot line, because... Some of my problems with it, it was way too gimmicky, mm-hmm. like the the technology things and the the seeing the underwater uh, fish land. Yeah, um, that was kind of uh, cheesy. There was no need to have, and and all the underwater stuff was very cliche. They were they did the siren singing people <laughs> off boats yep. things. There were and and none of this is a spoiler. Oh, uh, there were whales carrying the fish people to different lands. Yeah. Like it was. There were parts I was like, this is stupid. Also, this no, comic book movie is. stupid. No, <laughs> it's unrealistic. It's, it's not about that. Um, yeah. It was just way too much crap that didn't need to be in it. And my I, my sure. favorite thing about the fish people. They, didn't, oh, they also didn't need the stupid CIA guy. I like him. I like his <gasps> character. I was going to say. Completely unnecessary yes. and forced. They forced too much crap. Ugh. And then the, I was confused. As somebody who doesn't really care about superhero stuff, I just watch it sometimes and enjoy it. Like, I loved the first one. I enjoyed first the first one. First one was great. First um, one was top tier Marvel. But yeah, the CIA dude didn't need to be in there. And also uh, his ex-wife, she didn't need to be in there. She was just it's like just because she's going to be scenes. the main bad guy, or not? Uh, she's going to be one of the antagonists oh, in future God. Marvel stuff. Keep, and I mean, they did the same thing with with Ironheart. Now we have Ironheart in there, and I'm just like, this is weird. Why is she there? She's just supposed the to be actress the quote unquote. Didn't comic seem like relief. she was at all a great actress. No, she seemed. <sighs> To be Ironheart. She's part of the, yeah, yeah. Until, until the end. They, I, no, until I Googled it. Well, they, they slipped up and had her uh, in one of the stupid, you know, when you're waiting for the second end of the trailer post thing, mid-credit oh, scene watch crap. That. Don't. There's not a second one. I hate doing that's what my fiance and I got in a fight. Um, <laughs> uh, it was, uh, they, they listed her as uh, out Ironheart's costume by blah, 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 blah. So that was the only part she was listed. But yeah, it was just. <sighs> it was just we didn't need that. The, the one thing that I will give is the design of the, um, the design of the uh, fish people was really cool, except for the fact that we just watched an Avatar trailer right before that, and the fish it, people yeah. are blue, so it's kind of stupid because I'm like, you knew, like they knew, like why are they blue? Like doesn't make sense. The one thing I did like about their design though is they had these really cool masks over their so face, yeah, yeah, so they could they breathe, were... and they like had like these oh, masks cool. that were filled with water, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. looked sick. That looked Tight. scary. I, think overall, I liked that. The big problem is that maybe I went into it expecting a lot. I went into Thor Love and Thunder not expecting it to be good at all. So mm-hmm. when I finished it, I was like, oh, that was dumb, but I liked it. And I yeah. think with this, I was like, oh, 
it's going to blow me away. Yeah. And well, I, was like, uh, I feel like you owe a lot of that because it was a pretty good trailer, I think, when they initially released it. The trailer itself was yeah. pretty good, mm-hmm. and it seemed very respectful toward uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, which it was. Yeah, so maybe that was sort of what was amping you up, whereas Love and Thunder, it's like, oh, it's another goofy it's, you know, Thor it's Ragnarok. Yeah. It's another oh. Thor Ragnarok. So uh, regardless, the point is you guys still saw it. I'm yeah. just going to say this. doesn't matter. Maybe Marvel's not, getting that money. Maybe not worth seeing in the theaters, though. ADD Radio. CJ Morgan on. Wait. I ate some dude's cheese sticks, and I feel kind of bad. <laughs> so you went and saw a movie this weekend and just decided to steal food? Well, I, I didn't mean to. Like I said, I went and, uh, like we were talking about earlier, I went to see Wakanda Forever, the new Black Panther movie. But hey, okay. let's not get back right. into did, it. Did it was fine. Did you get up and go to the bathroom and you ate his food or something? <laughs> what happened? No. So because the movie was so popular, I bought tickets ahead of time. Um, but I, I thought I had two seats together. This was at an Alamo draft house. But then when we got there, I realized it was set up where the two seats were next to each other, but it was like I shared a table with a uh, random person. She shared a table with another random yeah, person. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I do, absolutely. So when they came over uh, to take our orders, we were like, oh, yeah, we're going to be on two separate tickets. And he was like, sure. And I ordered some mozzarella sticks. I ordered, oh, my gosh, I ordered their... Um, they're crispy uh, cauliflower buffalo oh, bites. Those are good. Those you get those things, every time. I've never had them, and they oh, were solid. incredible. Solid. Get the vegan ranch instead of the regular. Yes, it tastes the way vegan better. ranch is so oh, good. Dude, do they still have pickle fries at there? Still have pickle oh, fries. Yeah, so good. Those are good, too. So I made my order, and then my friend ordered a sandwich or something, and then the dude left. Um, later on, some other waiter comes by and says mozzarella sticks, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's me." Who ordered the gabagoo? <laughs> yes, puts them down, whatever. And I don't really acknowledge the guy sitting next to me because I feel like you just don't. You know, you're just gonna especially be like, at a movie. Yeah. It's a not movie. a good place for small talk. No, or I'm not here to small talk. Yeah. Like he was, and we were on the end, so he was on the very, very last chair. Like he came alone. Like you know, he was just there to see the movie, nice. do his business, and leave. So I didn't even think about anything. I just immediately said, "Yeah, those are mine." Put them, put some down in front of me. Whatever. So I'm scarfing it down. My friend still hasn't gotten her sandwich, and I'm like, "Oh, that's a little bit weird." But you know, I'm not. Whatever. I'm not going to ask about it. Scarfing down all of these these delicious, uh, yummy cheese sticks. I'm offering them fried, to my friend. Mozzarella. We're just like, "Oh, these are so good." I'm talking about it out loud, and then the waiter comes. A different waiter comes by and brings her sandwich, the buffalo bites, and mozzarella sticks. And I look around, and I'm like, "Oh." So his order came. First, because oh. y'all's was clumped in three. Yeah, you stole this dude's cheese sticks. But <laughs> this guy was was too much of a, you know, to not say anything to me. My, those oh, are my cheese yeah. sticks. Yeah, let's know, blame him. You're well, right. I'm That's just his fault. Saying, because then the waiter looked at me and was like, "Are these yours?" And I said, "Oh, I already got them." And then I kind of looked at the guy next to me, and he wasn't saying anything. So I was like, okay, I guess uh, they're not his. And then on. I saw just a little glint in his eye of a, him a just tear? being like, uh, uh, you know, like a little, uh, reaching oh, his man. hand out a little bit. But he was too much of a baby to say well, anything. Did he not okay. even get his cheese sticks? So then I had to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I think they might be his. And then I turn, and I look at him, and I go, are these your cheese sticks? And he goes, uh, um, oh. Uh, oh. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, make a decision or I'm about to, t- to take these two and you're going to have to pay also. for mine. Yeah. So then he, he finally. Mm, a lot he, of victim blaming here. I'm like, sorry. I'm you sorry. Me even harder. I know. Just like, like be more assertive. I hate I when know. people aren't assertive. And I was clearly a lot younger than this dude too. And so I'm like, how are you that Quiet. Well, Just say that those are your cheese by himself, He Emily. reads comic books. This is his only time <laughs> yes. he gets out. Okay, yeah, sure, whatever. But if you're just like not going to eat and let me step all over you and eat your yeah. cheese sticks, maybe he's into that. Maybe, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But they put his cheese sticks down in front of him, and now I'm distracted. I can't watch the movie because I'm just sitting here thinking, oh my God, eat I ate cheese sticks. I'm like, I ate these guys che- this guy's cheese sticks, and he said nothing about it. And I'm <laughs> watching him from the corner of my eye, ignoring the movie, just like watching you him. You should have thumped his ear and taken another cheese. <laughs> Yeah, this is clearly Give me your lunch money. Yeah. Um, and I'm just looking, watching it at him from the corner of my eye, and he's just sitting there, just playing with the cheese sticks with his finger. He's just moving them around like he's just this uncomfortable. This is what a girl feels like. He, like he had already eaten his full entree, and now he has these. He had cheese an appetizer sticks. that he didn't want. Yes, and so he's just kind of playing with them, and I'm sitting wow. there like, dude, if you would have just spoken up, and I just got so angry, and I was sitting there like, if he just would have said something, that this wouldn't have been an issue, and then we would have all gotten our food. When we were supposed to get our food, but he just let me step all over him. That's right. Um, I know that was, he was probably just being nice. I don't know about that. But then he sat there and he wasted a whole plate of cheese sticks. Oh, man. He didn't even eat one. Did he take him them. to go? Did no. you take take someone put him in your purse on the way out? I hope. Oh, dude, and he probably went home. <laughs> I'm not judging. And you got did. onto his uh, got onto got his four, Reddit. No, his four chan incel thread. Yeah, yeah. He's like, and probably women are. F- into you. Excuse Good me. Dudes. Check swing, check swing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Emily ruined some dude's weekend. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Today is, or at least was, the last day to register to vote for the runoff election if you have yet to do so. Runoff election scheduled for Tuesday, December 13th, and several Austin candidates are going to be needing you to vote for them, of course, starting with our mayor, Kurt Watson and Celia Israel. Making the runoff, no one had completely, I believe it takes 51% of the vote, or do you just have to have a straight up 50? Point being, you gotta you gotta win. Yeah. Yeah, and it's gotta be a majority. So 51%. Uh Israel had 40% of the vote. Watson had 35. Them being the top two candidates by far will be uh involved in the runoff very soon. So Celia Israel, Kurt Watson, uh no uh stranger to Austin politics. So make sure you get out and go vote for that, even though know what you're thinking cj just a week ago you said hey man don't worry no more voting no more uh, emails no more political fighting well you just gotta wait a little bit longer just one more month on top of that a lot of city council elections also going into runoff as a matter of fact three of five of the spots will be projected to go into runoffs because no one secured more than 50 percent of the uh, uh entire vote wow. district three oh. district no, that's when I'm in District Nine and uh, yeah. District Five, it's all going into uh, runoffs. District Five pitting Stephanie Bazan against Ryan Atler. Uh, District Nine, Linda Guerrero taking on Zohib Zo Quadri, just goes by Zo. 
I like that. Oh, easy, yeah. easy to remember the name. District 3, Daniel Silva uh, taking on Jose Velasquez. So, again, if you didn't uh, uh, get the memo, uh, runoffs are going to be happening Tuesday, December 13th. And runoffs are a difficult one because a lot of people get very motivated by important midterms such as this. Sure. They get motivated by presidential elections. But when it comes to uh, local races, especially runoff ones, not a, not as exciting to get out and vote and wear the sticker well, for that, but well, it's just as, as important. popular, right? Not and quite as popular. You can't rub it in your opponent's faces, you know, I, on Twitter. I guess not. Hey, my candidate won. But it is uh, pretty important, Austin wide, because we are also a growing, moving, shaking city that's kind of that's at another turning point in uh, in everything, just from the growth to the possible downturn with real estate, with everything. So uh, the future of what our city is going to be, major, giant city right now, and a lot of people very disappointed with the last mayor, with the last council, uh, and we become very divisive in a in a city where people that don't live here are texting me, CJ, be careful. Don't go out. Antifa's going to burn your house down and hobos will bite your legs off. Yeah. There's an image of Austin and, uh, you know, maybe some of that's okay. Maybe some of that makes sense, but a lot of it's just uh, complete bullcrap. Hogwash, as we call it here. That we do. Uh, do we? It's a good word, though. I like hogwash. Me too. It's delicious. But uh, you need to decide what candidates are right for you and kxan.com has a pretty good detailed uh, get to know everyone in the runoff now you can't vote for all of them mayor obviously but depending on your district uh, which is where a lot of the votes are it looks like downtown downtown east austin and then kind of around the sunset valley area are the uh, the three districts that are going into uh, runoff so please uh, research get out and vote and really try to Try to make Austin the Austin that you want for the future. Yes. Me, I want it to be uh, affordable for everyone. No I-35 anymore. Let's just have yeah. beautiful green walkways. Let's get rid of I-35. Let's I'm tired just, of it. Yeah, I-35 <laughs> sucks. Gondolas. Bring back a gondola idea. That was a big one. Traveling via gondola. That'd be pretty wild, man, but a little silly. <laughs> Way too silly. So there you go. Uh, what did I say? Tuesday, November 13th, the runoff yes. election for Austin Mayor. December 13th. December 13th. That would have been yesterday. Uh, four spots up for grabs. When you're wild and out, don't bring wildlife. Welcome to today's person behaving badly, and yes, it is a person, an Arizona man of all people. Man, I feel like that's becoming similar, man, to Florida, man. I was about to say, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You've got so many just trashy states that are in the news. Florida, number one. Texas is there. Ohio, Jersey, and, of course, Arizona adding to the list of places where people are just going crazy. Also, Arizona and Florida are big retirement areas. Mm. Mm, interesting. Mm. Anyhow, uh, Arizona man was arrested or, well, pulled over for suspicion of DUI, and things just got a little wilder, a little crazier when the officer realized, yep, this dude is clearly drunk, intoxicated. Uh, also found out he was driving high on meth. But that's not all. He had a, 
a wild owl inside uh, his vehicle okay. with him. I almost wanted to guess. I'm like, look, there. If this is in Florida, it'd probably be some sort of gator, a gator or a snake, or a snake, or some massive reptile. Uh, but damn, I would have never guessed an owl from Dude, Arizona. He had an owl. Unfortunately, the owl uh, appeared to be injured. Turns oh, no. out, yes, it was. The owl was inside his vehicle. He had bought the owl recently illegally from someone at a gas station. The owl's uh, now being taken care of by Liberty Wildlife. Good. Biologist Laura Hackett said, uh, yeah, it was weird, but the owl's okay. Here's her take. We think that she had gotten knocked around or jostled somehow in that tumultuous night that she had. The officer handled it like a pro, you know. He, he did the right thing, got it to safety. So he has a really good story to take home and tell his family. It brought home two different illegal points. No, you can't own wildlife. And no, don't do drugs. Drugs bad, okay. But today's person behaving badly, clearly giving in to the impulse. You know, when I was uh, drinking heavily, I certainly loved to buy dumb crap. Usually it was from Target or a grocery store. But man, buying an owl when methed up, when drunk, seems like a great idea. Can you imagine that thought process? Like, hell yeah, man. I'm going to have my my hunting owl. I'm going to take them out. It's going to sit on your arm like a a falcon and just do cool things. Owls are dangerous. I'm surprised (laughs) it wasn't flying around clawing you in the head. Uh, Again, it was injured, but there you go. Uh, Wildlife is supposed to be just that wild. Not uh, stuck in your trailer or in your car or anything like that. Thankfully, the owl is safe and uh, the meth head in jail for now. (gasps) They'll get out and they'll run for office in Arizona and be successful. Oh, yeah. It happens in that state. All the time. He's like the store brand of funny. CJ Morgan. On 101X. Keep it simple, stupid. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? It's Matt Bearden, and he's going to let us know. You know, for a long time, a lot of politicians, we just had an election, they'll say, hey, keep it simple, stupid. Kiss. Remember, kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. When you complicate things, it makes it hard for people to, well, in this case, adopt something. A lot of us probably know in our hearts, hey, solar is a really good thing, right? Yeah. Hey, solar. I solar power my house. Um, But it's kind of hard to adopt because right now, I can't put solar in my house, really. I mean, I can read about it. I can watch a lot of YouTube videos. I need... I know I need arrays of batteries up in my attic, and then I have to take that into an inverter, and then have to go to in, from an inverter to a converter. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. There are a lot of steps here. Too this many. Is, it's not as easy as just slapping it on the roof. Right. Intro, Blue Tea. Not a great name for a company. I'm going <laughs> to say that right now. I don't like it at all. It sounds Girl, like a character from, <laughs> from Popeye or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Blutey has an Indiegogo <laughs> fundraising campaign. I, I can show you. These aren't the prettiest things in the world. But they basically have in, made it where solar is. You would put the panels on your ceiling. You run two wires down off of them. You plug those two wires into these big boxes and you basically have created a solar generator. Uh, oh, it's already raised. They've already raised $11 million. They, ba- they barely announced this thing. And um, it's going kind of gangbusters. It's, I really like the idea of it. it. It's not fantastic right now. Like, it doesn't have everything worked out. But here's the deal. The inverter allows for continuous power of 5,000 watts and a surge rate of 10,000 watts. I know that a lot of people are like, I don't know what that means, and I didn't either until I looked into it. Basically, most of your high-powered appliances can run off of this stuff just fine. Yeah, right? watts, whereas I run on joules. Oh, joule. You mean 
like okay <laughs> the, the sick vapes yeah sick vapes bro sick sure. sick thank clouds. you for that um, so the cool thing is, is you know how it happens here in um, Texas every once in a while that you know we get a winter storm and then you can't turn on your house. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, we've, we've this would be there that. as a backup <laughs> generator for you. But this thing, let me show you this picture. They look like suitcases that you just set on top of each other. They have, they look like a stereo from the 1980s. Yeah. Remember how they had all those components? Yeah. But you just huh. stack the things together, plug them together. And go. And then you can expand them if you need to. Why do I like this? Because if this thing catches on, it means that if you want to put solar in your house or some solar backup, it would be as simple as a dad and mom going down to the Lowe's one weekend, buying all this stuff. Fighting on the way home. Hell yeah. Fighting a little bit while they unbox it. Hell yeah. Fighting a little bit while they set it up. Fighting while they drill holes in the ceiling. Fighting while they set it up on the roof. Fighting for the remainder of the evening, but then loving each other in the morning again when everything is working. Um, I really kind of like the idea that I think this would really help adoption in a huge, huge way. Yeah, man. The easier access people got to stuff. Plug and play. That's what it's all about. Anyway, Balooty. Balooty. Weird name, but wired. Yeah, I think it's wired. The 12 things people like less and less and less as they get older. Welcome to Clickbait Corner, where we're going to discuss just that. The crap on the internet, so you don't have to go click and look at it. And as someone who's getting older and older versus someone who's not getting younger and younger, but definitely way younger. Emily, uh, let's see if uh, you are experiencing any of this in your lives. Oh, goody. Stuff that you enjoy less as you get older, drinking alcohol and getting drunk. I love that so much that I'm forcibly (laughs) making myself quick. But there is a moment to where it becomes more of a social crutch, as it did in the early years, than it actually is fun. Mm -hmm. Because when you get older it gets harder and harder to recover and to feel right. better. And there's something about being out of your mind in a public place or with other people where it's like, this is just embarrassing. Yeah, once you make too many mistakes and make out with too many strangers, uh, you get to a point where you get older and you're like, oh, that person might have had herpes. That was weird. How did I... <laughs> why, did them? why did I kiss them? Okay, maybe I shouldn't do that anymore. So um, I would say as a 24-year-old... It is getting to the point where I can feel my bones hurt in the morning after I drink too much, mm. but I still do enjoy getting drunk every now and then and having That's those fun. those moments. So uh, I'm, a, I'm 50-50. What about loud places, bars, concerts, parties, loud noises in general? See, I um, have taken this one step ahead of your little list here, and I love loud places because that's normally where I go with my job, but now I have a set of earplugs that I wear constantly. I'm losing my hearing, and even loud places frustrate me, but the thing that frustrates me the most, and I was at a wedding this weekend, is... When people try to have small talk and conversations in loud places, yeah. because oh, I cannot yeah. hear it's you. Like, I'm not going like, to hear you. Just, uh, just stop. Mm-hmm. I, I asked you why because I'm being polite, but please end the sentence after that. I'm done with this. Stop yeah, trying to really. talk to me. Let's dance or whatever we're here to freaking do. Like, 
Uh, when you get older, according to Clickbait Corner, people hate waiting, specifically waiting in a long line. I think I've always been that way, yeah. just because yeah. I'm impatient. I can't stand still when I'm in line. When no, I was I younger, I fidget and I just do a little dance. Maybe to get into a concert early so I can be up close to the front, to get into a restaurant, but I'm not waiting in a GD line for anything anymore. I hate just standing. Mm-hmm. It's like I feel so useless, like I'm just standing yeah, here. Why what? am I here? Yeah. Like, what am I doing? I could be laying down. <laughs> also, I'm extremely anxious in public now, it turns out, so I didn't. <laughs> Same here. So I'm like, oh god. Actually, it's I saw, not even thoughts I'm having. It's just my body doesn't want to sit still. When I saw I'm a in coworker store or... of ours, Sierra, this weekend. Uh, oh. Former coworker who, you know, she moved away. She had a kid, um, mm, and wow. she was talking to my fiance, and they were both like, I don't know how to behave in public. I don't know how to have small talk. I don't know how to do anything. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of us, like, Especially already dealt with it in life, and then yeah, mm-hmm. post COVID, just made it harder. What also makes things harder? Sex scenes in movies. But according to this clickbait, uh, older people are less and less likely to like sex scenes. I feel like most Is of the time, be- and at least in American mm-hmm. films, they're just sort of ham-fisted in there. They don't even, <laughs> they don't really, <laughs> yeah, bitch. They don't even no, serve right. much of a purpose. If no, you're watching maybe more artsy films, romance films, yeah, that's yeah. one thing. You're expecting that. There's this part of the, it's part of the romance, you know, character arc mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it's like, do I need to see this little sex scene in this like action movie or something? You know what I mean? Yeah, just like, it's like, it, it's a waste of that. time. I'm all about pacing in films. And if that, that just sort of throws it yeah, off for yeah. me, it irritates me. Not to mention, trauma. Traumatized from coming across some when I was a kid and yeah, my parents. You know I was what about I mean? to say, who likes these? <laughs> Kids don't like them either. Because you're with Teenagers your mom and dad. Don't it's like very them. uncomfortable. Like, yeah. If you're with friends, it's all like, boobs. <laughs> yeah, it's, nobody likes them. I mean, if, oh, like, man. either go full porn or go no sex scenes. Thank That's, you. This That's one, I disagree. Yeah, Cinemax. Come <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I disagree with this one. Uh, 12 things that people like less and less as they get older. Video games. No. No, I, I like, like video more. games more. Because now I have more time to play video games than I did as a kid, honestly. Oh, I and don't. I have the opposite now. But yeah, I still like them about the same. I just feel like there's so many that I can't choose like what to sit down and play. I'm like, oh, man. like how, What kind of complaint yeah. is that? Oh, this overabundance of magical good stuff. But it's yeah. like... Oh, I don't know what type of mood I'm in tonight. It's also a nice control thing to where mm-hmm. you're there's some Little fun s- of having direction of how the narrative goes, and that's uh, that's, fun. that's comfortable when you're in a life where you're getting older and less yeah. and less control over everything sure. in the world. <laughs> yeah, and when I say more more time, I mean I get to choose the times that I play video yeah, games. Yeah, no, you're, I, I see what you're you saying. You know what I mean? Where it's like technically I probably don't have as much time, but it's more quality time because. True. My mommy's not going to tell me to go to bed at 3 in the morning. Exactly. She doesn't care. Which brings up our next thing. Uh, when you're older and older, people like staying up late less. Oh, yeah. I disagree. I love staying up. As Ugh. a matter of fact, I was up till 3 and 5 a.m. this weekend. Last night, I well. went to bed at like 9. Yeah. So that was nice. But I, it's a little uh, different for you, Emily, because you're scheduled. But I love staying up late. Oh, I'm and literally yawning because yeah. I made the mistake of staying up Dude, late I, last night. And yeah. here I am. I went to bed at suffering. like 10 o'clock this weekend. It was crazy. <laughs> My, uh, I had a friend that Both this nice. weekend when we, we, we went out, um, she ended up staying up until 5 in the morning and didn't get home until like 5, 5.30. And the funniest part was she was trying to go through the, uh, the, the line from McDonald's to get some fries and she didn't realize that they were only serving breakfast because she it's had a been out crowd. so late. Yeah, that's funny. I know. I and I, like, I can never do that. I feel like they should serve, serve fries right all the time at McDonald's. If you they know? serve breakfast all day, yeah. But who's to say? There you go. Clickbait corner. When you get old, everything sucks. The world record will be mine. Oh, 
but what will it be? Oh. TBD. Uh, okay, you got me tantalized. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about when I tried to set the world record for eating McNuggets in one minute. Mm. Uh, I think the Guinness Book was a young lady who did it in 19 in one minute. Sounds Something correct. Like that, yeah. I was like, that's easy. I can do 40, especially if I have well, some sweet and sour sauce. And I tried. I think they initially measured hers like by weight, too, so it was a certain amount, but it ended up being a total of 19 nugs. Yes, so. yeah. But anyway, you tried 40, yes, and I think, what, you got three or four? No, man, I didn't even do that. I didn't <laughs> even get four. It's hard to eat things really it fast. It was rough, man. And you've got a pretty, uh, I would say, defensive gag reflex. I so will it, throw up yeah, uh, over nothing. It's pretty... Uh, well, it works well. So you have a hard time trying to get them down. Correct. Yeah. And then I was criticized by the uh, the audience, because we had a few people watching it live here in studio, for trying to use dipping sauce, because <laughs> it was taking too much time. Sure. See, even the thought of it makes me cough and sick. <laughs> I know, man. But I, I thought the dipping sauce would help and, <laughs> and lubricate and just be able to swallow. No, no, no. It didn't work at all. It was mm, horrible. Just made it more delicious. But it was still fun. And I put that up at 101X.com, and uh, maybe we'll replay that this week. Because I want to bring that back. I want to bring back a weekly world record challenge. I like that. I try to set something in the Guinness Book of World Records here in the studio. And you know what? With enough uh, trial, I might actually be able to do it. Am I going to practice or just do this live? No, I'm not going to practice. That's half-assed. It's going to be hard enough to come up with attempting world records. Sure. But I'm I'm going to do it. I'm going to bring this back. So, so Spinny, we need to scrounge the Guinness Book and try to find yeah, some stuff. Yeah, what are the records that we can and then do? Maybe we can think of some uh, that aren't in there, like some very obscure, bizarre ones. <laughs> That's easier, right? To yeah, actually yeah, just yeah, get yeah. a just record. Make up, oh man, this guy broadcasted for four hours straight with two toothpicks in his ear. Mm, no, no, that's a lot of work. It's pretty lame record uh, too. But. Yeah, let's go for <laughs> yeah. time. Let's go for shorter amounts of time. Sure. That way, I don't have to do something well as long. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Um, we can minimal try. effort, maximum results. There you go. At the CJ Morgan or at 101X on Instagram, Twitter. If you have any ideas, because I want to attempt it, I want to make this, like I said, a regular thing where I will draw from the very core of my ability and desire to win and be put down in history forever. Because even if the record, someone beats it, you still have the record at some point. It was still you. And uh, another guy that does radio, an ESPN broadcaster, uh, spent hours one day trying to do the longest cornhole throw and make. Mm. It doesn't seem that hard. Some of this stuff seems feasible and doable. Sure. What's your cornhole skills like? Should we focus on that? I'm pretty good at cornhole. Okay. Um, and we can still do that. We guess we can't really do it in the studio if it's a long distance, right? We can right, do but. reverse behind the back. Who knows? Let's do the shortest distance. Okay. <laughs> You're just standing you, over it. Just drop it right in. Uh, man, this is going to be great. That's unimpressive, yeah. Uh, ideas very welcome, please. I need something. If you If you have an idea, just throw it at me and I'll do it. CJ, I dare you to set the record for blank and I'll, I'll at least attempt it. Do okay? it. Okay? Yeah. Nothing can be worse than my 40 McNuggets in one minute. I mean, Your four a lot nuggets. can, but still, we'll see. It's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM, Pewda Austin. 101X. 101X.